Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm your host, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It's great to be back again this time of the week where we can discuss, we can put a bit of the rest of the world to bed. We can ignore what's going on in the real world and deal with this fake drama. So <laughs> where would you like to start today, Chris? Well, I know we had a little bit of drama. We were dying out for day, but let's start where something was quite nice. So we open up with the date of Bree and Matt, don't we? And it's all nice, lovey-dovey. Uh, they, they go out together. I mean, I'll be honest, Dave, I was quite surprised that it was passed off as a joke and it looked like they lay there on the floor. But when that quad bike overturned, they're no joke if they fall on you, Dave. You know what? Uh, Rick Mail. I was going to say that. Rick Mail. Yeah. Brain damage, didn't he? I think he was had a blood clot and stuff from that. He was never the same again, was he? Uh, no. Nope. Ozzy Osbourne? He yes. seriously injured with it. I thought the same. And I thought, you know what? I, I don't want to sound like an old fuddy-duddy, but that is fucking dangerous, right? And the the irony of it, he said, do you trust me? Do you trust me? And then he fucks it right up. <laughs> so so you, this guy that you've known for a day, do you trust me? Well, for me, it's a nonsense question. Why would you trust him? For me, trust is earned. You know, and it's a thing over time, isn't it? Um but he's asked for the trust. She's given it to him, and then he's fucked it up. Um, I agree. I, I think it's fucking dangerous. And, and like you say, it was just kind of brushed off. And I, I can imagine at the end of the day, Chris, we're in our 40s. Probably we look at the world a bit more risk-averse. You know, if I was in my 20s, I'd be fucking right in there. <laughs> Do wheelies and stuff. Yeah, I think I would have been as well. Leading up to the bit where he, he was just going too far, I don't know if you picked up on this, but I mean, it looked great. And, you know, we'll get to some of the other girls' reactions because all the girls were looking on some of them more jealously than others. But, you know, when they went off, Matt, for me, he was like a 12-year-old boy. When the when the camera was kind of looking at them coming up the dirt track, he's proper going side to side. And I could just imagine him in, in his helmet there going... <laughs> yeah come on <laughs> he just looked like a little kid and Bree was taking it a bit more easy and I was he just looked like a massive kid and I don't say that in a negative way he looked like he was having the time of his life he has done this lots of times before and of course it's lots and lots of fun but I, I again for me it, it, there's being a big kid and being irresponsible and I, I think you know, for me, he he was trying to show off, wasn't he? I mean, yeah. How many times as you know, as a as a younger man, Chris, you'd have you know maybe some boys at school who've got their fucking Fiesta XR two or something, doing spins, doing some donuts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these like fucking twenty something blokes trying to pick up sixteen year old girls at school, and you just, I thought they were pricks then. I think they're pricks now. Well, there's two things with that, Dave, and I agree with that, by the way. Uh, we've all been there and tried to show off and made ourselves look stupid. But obviously the producers took a bad situation and made it good because the way they landed, Dave, or should I say the way the camera went, and action, as if they both fell into each other's arms off this bike, there is not a chance, and Cat in Hell's chance, that they landed like that. Not a fucking 
a, a prayer that wasn't staged that little bit. Obviously, falling off, it was. I, I'm glad that they're both okay because it is serious. Like you say, it's a serious thing. That's a heavy uh, bike that. You try lifting a motorbike up, Dave, let alone a quad bike. And Matt and, and her obviously pre-picked it up eventually, but it was, it was some weight on that. But what made me laugh was when the... Um, He's the the talking and the together and and th- like the interactions between the two and uh, Dave, I've completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know. You you were fully bought into it and loving it and oh, thinking no. everything was completely authentic. No, I'm guessing that's what you were about to say. No. <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say, Chris? Come on. Oh, I know, I know. The sto- I had a story. So a Chris story, a very quick one. In the principle of showing off, Dave, me and Sam, 2013, we're in Vegas. Sam was calling me rotten because I'd not drunk for the first day or so. And you know me, I'm not really a massive drinker as such. I'll have a drink kind of, well, saying that, I have a drink kind of Friday now. We usually do get a bit plastered, but that's usually it. And she's like, we're going on it. So I said, I'll tell you what, we're going to go on a pub con. I can drink some under the table, Dave, but I don't like hangovers. I'm really bad. It's not a boast or anything. I am absolutely a soft ass when it comes to hangovers. I just do not like them. So I don't like pushing myself. (laughs) No, no, I know. I I know that I'm just a mad when it comes to, I'm absolutely a soft ass when it comes to hangovers. I'm really just feel sorry for myself all day. So I never push myself to that point. It's very, very rare. So me and Sam, I said, I tell you what, we're going to do a we're going to do a, a, a Rachel and Ross are friends. We're going to get wasted. We didn't need to get married. I said, if you end up with a moustache on your face, that's because that was in Vegas, obviously. And we started. We were staying at the MGM. We walked right to the top where the the Bellagio is and the Win and Encore, and we walked back on on the other side of the road where like the Bellagio Caesar's Palace is not. And we went into. Uh, Treasure Island, and it's still there now, a bar called Gillies, and it had a band on, So, and there was a UFC was on, because it was in Australia, it was in the daytime, and I'm watching it, and Michael Bisping was fighting the English like champ at the time, and he wasn't a champ then, but he's a champ now, and um, anyway, nothing to do with the story, Dave, they had a massive bull, you know one of them fake bulls like you ride, the, the, the uh, rodeo things, mm-hmm. the, the uh, electric yeah, bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this band, as you know, Dave, how frustrating it is when a band keeps doing the same I know, sound check. I know, which, I know which one you mean. I've drunk that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, got, yeah. It's, got the, it's got the rodeo bull there. Yeah, the rodeo you've bull. The, you've got the stage there. Yeah, I've yes. more than a yeah, few yeah. there. That's that that, isn't it? But yeah, it's called Gilly's Bar. So we, we've been in there a few times. We love it in there. It's proper American uh, cowboy-style bar. And this band is just playing the same fucking what line sound checking for nearly 40 minutes, Dave. And I'm thinking, fuck me, we only used to do about two sound checks. If that one song and we were done. First, and I was getting... first three songs of the sound check. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, well, yeah, usually. <laughs> usually find if I'm in key or not. So we did that. And this guy, Dave, is there. And he was, I'm sure the girls were really attracted. Me and Sam had had a few drinks. And this guy decides, he's, and everyone's getting on the Rodeo bull. And I'm like, I'm not getting on it. I said, if I get fall off and break my arm or I do something to my shoulder when we're on holiday. We're knackered, you know, an American hospital and that. Insurance is going to knacker you up. So this guy, Dave, gets on showing off, right? And I mean, like, you know, he, he's, he's proper posing before he gets, he thinks he's a fucking man. He's like, yeah. And he could see him being dead, dead cocky, you know, really. And everyone was watching like, oh, this guy's going to be absolutely amazing or he's going to be shit. Well, put it this way, Dave, he lasted about five seconds. Fucking broke his arm, didn't he? Because he was showing off. He wouldn't let go of the bull, Dave, and went flying. And me and Sam were like, was he just broke his arm? <laughs> we, may, we may have been laughing, Dave. I'm trying to be serious. You just made me laugh. Sorry. 
<laughs> no, no, we were laughing because oh, we'd right. had a drink. We were like, you wanker. We were calling him a wanker at first, thinking, you know, he just, his pride was dented. No, no, Dave, his fucking arm was broke. And I'm oh. like, that's one of them times where it was like, you've caused that. The poor guy's probably lost money from work and everything. He looked like a, like a, like a bit like a construction worker, Dave. You know, he's a big, hefty guy. He wasn't overweight, just big, you know, big unit. Yeah. And I said to Sam, I went, he looks like it. And everyone was laughing at him, Dave. And then he'd come off holding his arm and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I think he's going to kick off in a minute. Oh, he's great fun. But anyway, that's the sort of stuff that was going on with Matt. I know I've gone off on one, but... I'm, I have no idea how this ties back to Matt. But... I don't know about Matt just going off on the, on the quad bike oh, right, and okay. falling off it. But anyway, there you go. Let's move on, Dave. That was one of my little stories. But yeah, so they go on the day, and obviously it's all... I, I buy into them as, as a couple. I think they're a good-looking couple. They look great together. Um, really seemed like an honest conversation. And, and genuinely, I, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be boring. How wrong I was after this point, Dave. <laughs> You know, though, I mean, a few things that are picked up on there. I agree. Beautiful couple, you know, go together really, really well. The conversation seems authentic, do seem to have a bit of a connection there. But I I don't know, Chris. Genuinely, I don't know. What is the line between romantic and butter-clenchingly cringy? Because for me, right, they've had the quad bike. He's nearly fucking broke a neck. Um, they get off and he's like, oh, I'm just going to take my shirt off here. Check out these abs, you know, and he does look like an Adonis. He looks like a Greek statue, doesn't he, when he's got his shirt off. But even if I had a body like that, Chris, I'm not sure I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to take my shirt off here and chop this piece of wood randomly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, am I supposed to be feeling like that's a romantic thing because it's just cringy as fuck for me, Chris? So, uh, am I just watching the wrong show? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking cringy, wasn't it? Who fucking it does that? I know. I know. Well, Dave, we get told off all the time for this. It's part of the bachelor, isn't it? The, the, the whole, you know, to be a cringy fucker and like, you know, take for me, I guess I can't let go that there's some or some percentage, even if it's one percent of authenticity about this. But I just think that's just not normal, is it? No. Just to whip your shirt off, even if, I don't care if you look like fucking Arnie or you know whoever. It, it just seemed really cringy to me. <laughs> it was though and I, and I think you're right like I mean honestly we look at the bachelorette and that, that was our first proper rodeo especially on the podcast wasn't it and, and we had like the drama we had you know there was some terribly cringy moments on it and we got corrected a few times didn't we Dave like we got called out but do you think honestly and I I, I am question I think Victoria is a plant Dave or I'm not even calling her Queen Victoria because she's <laughs> an idiot but, but I just think that she is a plant because it's what we want. We want drama, but but I don't get her angle. Does she think Matt is going to buy into her? I, I honestly don't understand her. Well, she's something with one syllable, but I'm not sure I can say it on the podcast. I don't know about a plant. Something <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a bit like that. Um, right. So I, I I didn't like her from last week, and and. So I've I've taken some notes just in chronological order, and she just consistently <laughs> pops up. And then so we've heard about this villain edit, you know, and I 
I don't know. At the end of the day, uh, for me, a villain edit is kind of someone puts together all your worst bits and makes you look even, you know, a few percent more of a cock than you actually are, you know, in context. And yeah. She just comes across as horrible because straight away, even when Bree's uh, getting her date there, she's got a fucking face like a slapped ass. She's just going, you know, I, I, I'm not jealous. I, I just, I just want that. Mm, kind of think that's jealousy, to be honest. <laughs> when you're coveting other what other people have, and so I think she's she's not 100 percent wrong in what she's saying because I think there is a level of um, is it. Is it politeness? Because these girls don't know each other. So is it politeness or is it fake where they're saying, oh, I'm so happy for her. You know, this person that I met uh, yesterday, I'm so happy that she's got to do this. Well, no. (laughs) Actually, in that moment, I think Victoria's kind of right to internally say that to herself. It's like, well, I fucking want that. But that is jealousy, Chris. But I think the way she does it is, is just... It's antagonizing, isn't it, to everyone around? And I, I was wondering to myself, well, I've got two things for you, Chris. Yeah. This thing of Victoria, I'm the queen and Matt is my king, right? You know who she is? She's the fucking Shermanator from American Pie, right? <laughs> so the fact that Sherman sounds a bit like Terman and, you know, he puts the innator on at the end. He's the, he's the fucking Shermanator and that's his one note and he keeps going back to that and he gets called out for it in the end. Stop it with the fucking queen thing. You were christened with a name that happens to be also an English monarch, Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the start, middle, and end of it. Don't make your whole fucking persona or create your whole persona around this fucking thing that your name is Victoria. Because let's face it, it's fucking Vicky. <laughs> 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 but yeah, she's she's pretty horrible. And now the second, so that was the first thing. She's the Shermanator for me. The second thing, and this is a genuine question, Chris, because you know we've seen plenty of gaslighting, haven't we? on these various dating shows. And, you know, I've said to you that, you know, I'm glad there's a word to describe what goes on now because this sort of thing you've you've seen happen, you know, throughout your adult life. You just haven't had a descriptor for it. Can you gaslight friends as well as partners? (laughs) I'm sure I've gaslighted you. (laughs) (laughs) So so this is my understanding. And and I invite any listeners as well who've got an opinion about this, write write to us in and, you know, if I'm getting it wrong. But my understanding of it is you're basically trying to convince the other person of a different reality. And you're so adamant about that, that you are, you know, you're making the other person feel like they're the ones in the wrong or like they're doing something wrong. And again, just twisting what reality is. Because for me, Chris, that's what she's doing all the time. She's making out like she's this massive victim, but she's just a fucking see you next Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah. I got company better. I think Paul Marilyn bore the brunt of it and all that. I'm going to go and sleep on the sofa. Well, all right then, fair enough. I'll have a double room to myself then. I I didn't understand the logic. And honestly, Dave, I know we don't see everything and I know in the past. And the first thing I see with Victoria, Dave, is vulnerability. I know she spoke to Matt later on. She's obviously really, really insecure 
But that is not the way to act. Her parents or somebody close to her has got to pull her to one side and go, that is not the way to act with people. You can't be like that 24-7. And you can tell it's bravado. Under there might be a lovely girl, but at the moment she looks, her whole look and her attitude is pretty, pretty terrible, if I'm being honest. And it is great TV, but fuck me. I was sat there at the screen going, wow, you are horrid. Really are. And normally it's me being the one on the fence and trying to analyse things and oh, leave, leave the door open. She's not a lovely girl inside there, Chris. She's not. <laughs> How dare you, She's David? fucking not at all. And I'll tell you why, right? So, so there could be something off camera that we've not seen about yes. Mary Lynn. You know, something off camera. I'm, there you go. I'll leave the door open for that. But when... Basically, and I'll come to Matt in a second as well. Mary Lynn seeks out Victoria. Doesn't have to. She's trying to defuse the situation. All I see is someone who's trying to repair some bridges which have been burned. But then Victoria is, again, playing out the victim. Oh, you've said things that that upset me, blah, blah, blah. She's playing out the victim. But at the same time, she's like, I don't want to sit next to you. She she's creating a power dynamic in that conversation, you know. On my terms, I'm going to sit over here because basically you're a fucking scumbag and I hate you. Yeah, that's why she's not a nice girl. I don't care what they've fucking edited together. You can tell just from that moment she's being an absolute see you next Tuesday. And and your original point was, is she a plant? Well, she's fucking something. She's either a plant or she's really, really a not not a nice person at all. <laughs> but but <laughs> you've all gone to me. I fucking I can't like stand it. people you're like that. You know, you've met people like that in your life, haven't you? And yeah. It's just like all oh, it's all about me, me, me. And then as soon as you like try and have a sensible conversation back, it's oh, stop attacking me. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off, Chris. Yeah. I, I've fucking cannot stand victoria there you go i said it i'm not leaving the door open either it's nothing to do with editing she's just a fucking ah i don't even know i don't don't want to go there i don't want to go there (laughs) but you know where i want to go yeah i do do. go on talk me down (laughs) off the ledge tell me i'm wrong no no it's fine just make sure that them emails where you're complaining everybody's about david it wasn't me i would gladly (laughs) take anything if anyone says to me oh i've got a friend like this and actually oh you know what chris oh you know she's got that bravado that rough exterior but underneath she's got a heart of gold bullshit right i need carl pilkinson's bullshit man to come in fly through the window and just call bullshit on that because again (laughs) she wants to be the center of attention of everything and she is just horrible there you go chris i I found a a a word that was slightly below a few notches below what i want to say horrible horrible will do (laughs) yeah fair enough dave fair enough i have nothing more to add to that dave i think you've absolutely put the full stop on victoria but as her, I agree with you. The one thing I would say, and what I didn't get, was when Matt said, I'm not very happy about Mary Lynn bullying Victoria. I was like, holy shit. Somebody on the production's got to step in and go, actually, we can't have this. Because I'm thinking, you manipulative lady. Oh, that was the only bit that was <laughs> lady. terrible. Yeah, all right. I know, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know why I'm trying to be you're, you're nice. Fucking, is this uh, vice reversal. versa? You know, when, yeah. what was it? Uh, is it vice versa? 
Oh, right. the movie where they, they switch. Jodie Foster was in the original, and then you had uh, uh, the wild child of Hollywood. What's her name? She was in it as well. Drew Barrymore. Not Drew Barrymore. She's got, like, red hair. She was in all the Disney things when Jody she was Foster. younger. No, I'm well off here, aren't I, Dave? I don't know. Oh, I can <laughs> see her in my mind's eye. I just can't think of what her name is. But anyway, yeah, it's vice versa today. Yeah, so Matt, I was thinking... I didn't like Matt's role in this. And I was trying to think, would... Because actually, we kind of saw this a little bit with um, Taysha, didn't we? On the first night. Not Taysha, Claire. Yeah. Where the other guy was a Zach, another Zach, I think it might have been, and Yosef, and Zach was trying to call out Yosef, saying he's basically he's not a nice person. Uh, and then she jettisoned him. <laughs> You know, so that that was different, wasn't it? Because actually, I'll sing yeah. Claire's praises here. She actually heard what they both had to say. Um, whereas what Matt did here, because Victoria was the first one to get her jabs in, he kind of believed her more, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it became the dynamic became like he wasn't aggressively interrogating Mary. Lynn, but it felt like she was the one having to defend herself. And I think she said words to that effect. She she feels like she has to defend herself. Listen, if I'm up in court and I need a lawyer, I won't be getting fucking Mary Lynn, that's for sure, because I don't think she did a very good job of defending herself. Um, if it was me, Chris, I'd be saying, look, I, I if it's me against her, then it's just he said, she said bullshit as the Limp Bizkit yeah. song goes. Ask other yeah. people. Speak to the other yeah. girls. Um, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, for whatever reason, she's singling me out, um, but I, I'd probably try and find different words, but she's a fucking nightmare, quite honestly. that yeah. That's it. She's creating a lot of drama in the house. Everything has to revolve around her, but speak to the other girls. Don't just take my word for it. She could have said anything like that, but she didn't, and so she went off, and I think... I think Matt was kind of believing Victoria more because she was the first one to come up with that information. And I don't I don't ever think it's a good tactic when you're trying to get to know someone to spend your time throwing someone else under the bus. Yeah, yeah. And with you on that, and I, what I would say, Dave, is you, we've all been on the wrong end of that where usually somewhere in the middle is the truth. And that, that was just like, that was like childish, wasn't it? I suppose she's immaturity as well to believe that she's going to get away with that and get her kicked out. That is just like completely headstrong for me. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I didn't see anything from Mary Lynn. I, I was a bit disappointed in MJ, if I'm honest, because when Victoria comes across to some of the other girls and she starts bad-mouthing Mary Lynn and saying, oh, you know, just no one wanted to stand up to her. So so actually, you can see it, can't you? She's just going to be one of those girls at high school who kind of, she ends up with a circle of friends. This is mean girls, Chris, isn't it? Yeah, yeah basically, yeah. <laughs> ends up with a circle of friends because they're as fucking mean as you are. And, you know, and also, you don't want to end up at the rough end of it. So rather than be bullied, you just kind of go along with things. I, I just think it's, it's very, very unpleasant to watch because Victoria is claiming she's been bullying. I, I'm saying she is the one doing the bullying. That whole thing yeah. about, you know, I, I don't want to sit next to you. That, for me, is belittling and, and 
being verbally abusive. Yeah, I think so. I think it, it's a case of look in the mirror. Just look in the mirror. I don't think I don't I don't see anything at the moment from what we've seen edited. I don't see anything that that is aimed at Victoria other than them all looking at each other, going, "What the fuck is she talking about?" You know, I, I, and that's the reaction from every single one of them. It's not like one or two people where you might clash with someone you just don't like. Everyone in the room, all the ladies in the room are like, what the hell is she talking about? And that's where I'll leave the door slightly open to say, well, that could be editing, couldn't it? They could just yes, it could. put it together that way. They, they could even pull someone pull in a sour face from a fucking completely different conversation and edit it in there. <laughs> you know, because they're, they're obviously trying to push her to the front. I still say... You don't say those horrible things, and you don't get pushed to the front as the villain, do you? No, no. There's there's a reason that they all don't like her, Dave. So, and when they're living with her twenty four seven, or they have been. So, yeah, interesting. But I mean, as as you're going through the the episode, Dave, you know, there was a couple of other little things there as well, weren't there? So, um, we had um, Matt had gone on a, a date with Victoria, uh, not Victoria, uh, Lauren. A Brie, and he'd gone with Lauren and, and said about she wanted to look for a man of faith, which he did mention that he's not one to talk about religion, but um, he's on the same wavelength. He wants someone of the same values. So that, that's quite an interesting one. That could be a sleeper, that one, Dave, you know, because it, it, we, we saw what happened in The Bachelorette with Taisha, didn't we? And Ivan. So uh, Ivan, sorry. Yeah. And obviously he got his. Uh... He got his prayers in in episode one, didn't he? So, mm. you know, they, yeah. they seem to be on the same page with their kind of religious beliefs and what have you. So, so yeah, I, I again, it's, it's hard to fucking say, isn't it? Because there's when you start off with 32 girls, Chris, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking a lot, isn't it? So, you know, we're in the really early days. And, and again, oh, just getting back to Victoria, it makes it even more bizarre that she would be so put out at not getting selected for the very first date. Actually, I do just want to say one thing, Chris, just on that Brie date, because we got it in the end clip where Brie and and, um, Matt are trying to roll the quad bike back over. And she asks him if he smokes ass. Now, what does that mean, Chris? (sighs) (laughs) I thought she said she smelled gas, but yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I do think she said smoked ass. So, so anyway, that's I, an interesting question on a first date, isn't it? So, is that is that a biking thing? Because I know what it fucking appears to sound like, and I was just like, that is weird. So maybe 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 that's it. Do you smell gas? Do you smoke gas? Yeah, I thought she said gas. Or do you? You smoke gas. Maybe if you're like the, maybe if you're in a bike and you're the second person, you're getting the exhaust fumes. Maybe that's it. I I don't know, Chris. I I'll probably leave other people to uh, try and analyze what she was going for there because I don't think it's how it came across. I, I was just genuinely perplexed. I didn't know what this was, but but yeah, the the whole thing with uh, was it Lauren? Was it? That came after the wedding date pictures. And again, I thought, oh, crikey, this is a bit soon for all this stuff, isn't it? <laughs> you know? yeah. And, and I, again, I thought it was a bit odd because they, they riled off so many people. You know, you had Chelsea there, Sydney, Abigail, Kristen, Lauren, Serena C, Kit, Kylie. Uh, 
fucking lost count of, you know, how many people were there. Not everyone got a photo. Of course, Victoria did because she bullied her way for the, through to the front. Um, had the old wedding garter thing on as well, which you could see everyone had a sour face at that, didn't they? But, um, yeah. yeah, what did you make to the paintballing or the uh, capture the heart? I tell you what, Dave, you got a little bit rough, you know. It seemed to, didn't it? <laughs> a little bit. It wasn't on the levels just yet at the Bachelorette with the wrestling incident and uh, chasing and that, the way that went a bit south, didn't it? But it did get a little bit nasty. There was a few things thrown in people's faces. I thought, oh, there's a bit of afters going on there. So, yeah, yeah it, it was a bit of fun, wasn't it? A little bit of fun, lightens everything up. Everyone just sort of gets a bit of frustration out. I think these are they're quite interesting little games within the the story of the episode, I think. So, yeah, I had no problem with it. I was just more looking to see if somebody actually give him a brick or something, as in, you know, a brick, a proper punch, Dave. I'm going to say brick. I don't mean hit him with a brick. I mean, like, actually stiffed him or something with a proper dig or a kick or something. Well, I think Mari was the one who grabbed the heart initially. And she held on tight to that thing because she had about five girls around her trying to get it off her. And I thought that was uh, quite interesting. She got the MVB. So the most valuable bride of the day. So, you know, I, th- I think she was on the losing team, wasn't she? But because she got that, she got to go on the date as well. But um, no, I, th- I thought it was a bit of good fun. And like you say, when it started off, I'm thinking this is going to be, you know, not that competitive. And there was one, you know, I, I didn't see who it was, but a very limp kind of throw of a, a paint balloon. But then after that, it all got pretty fucking serious. <laughs> I thought someone's going to get, uh, someone's going to get smashed there. But um, what else happened after that? Oh, Chris, we got the Sarah date, which yeah, was, a bit, was a, sad, a, a bit of a biplane sort of thing. So, mm. what did you reckon to that one? That wasn't bad that day, actually. It was a pretty good day, and I think once Sarah uh, was talking to Matt, I mean, geez, Dave. <laughs> That girl's going through something, isn't she? All that problem she's had with her father and everything. Obviously, the poor guy's seriously ill. Um, she, she likened his disease to Stephen Hawking's ALS, didn't she? So, um, yeah, it was pretty sad, to be honest. It's Lou Gehrig's disease. That's why everyone was doing the ice yeah. challenge a few years ago, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, pretty rough. And, and she'd basically given up her career to be, you know, a full-time carer. Or, or I think she called it a caregiver. I don't uh, guess that's what they call it in the US, but over here it'd be a carer. I thought, crikey, that is a that is a big challenge. But also, who's fucking looking after him right now? I know, I know. She did say he's wanted to find true love, didn't he? Uh, on on the show, that's why she's done it. She originally yeah. came on, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I'd, I'd, I'd hope to think it's a sincere conversation, Dave. I really would. Oh, I, and I, I think, think it, it was. Is. I don't think. It, I don't think it's a blagger or anything. I don't think. I agree, but I think it's also, you know, because this this is not now our first rodeo, is it? No. We can no. see that if you're going to go up to the Bachelor or the Bachelorette, you need a sob story. You need to be armed and ready. You need to have your elevator pitch audible ready <laughs> to go so that when you get on that date, you're going to spill the beans. <laughs> just weird. Not weird, but just Everyone throws everything out, don't they, on this show, Dave? And it's good to get a grounding and understanding of these people, but that's a really personal story to share on TV. Really and, personal. And I quite like Sarah. She does seem quite no, authentic. She's a nice girl. Yeah. yeah, she does. She's, she's one of the, there's only a couple of them who, at the moment, I, I really 
uh, think are quite nice people. I think Bree was nice at the start of the episode. Mm-hmm. And then, look, I'll be honest with you, Dave, I lost what track of what was going at the end. When we get to the, the rose ceremony, and obviously Matt's there and he's a bit nervous and he's talking to all the girls and that, I did think Victoria took a dive, Dave. I'll be honest with you. And it wasn't, was it? It was bloody Sarah. And I'm thinking, has she had some sort of, um, like a panic attack or something? Is this because it's all, her, her whole life is really riding on her getting in this relationship and making some money or something? I don't know, but she really, really took it. And we don't know the full extent of what's happened, but it looked like she'd had some sort of uh, panic attack or something like that. I don't know. I think it's just one of those. You, you kind of... I think it was Sarah. It wasn't that clear who it was, but I think it was her. Um, And ultimately, you know, she's been on a long day. You know, they've kind of been eating bits, you know, and then they're stood up for God knows how long, for how many takes or whatever. I think she's just sort of fainted a bit. I I, I don't think there's like, I don't think it's a panic attack as such. I, I don't think we're not that far along. It's not like it's the final four and it's like, Oh shit! I only wanted some Instagram followers. <laughs> I might actually win this. My fucking whole life is is going to be under the microscope from now. Um, no, I don't think it was that. I, th- I think it was just one of those. I, I can imagine a few people. Chris, how many weddings have you seen? I mean, I don't watch You've Been Framed uh, these days, but how many people where you just see the best man and he just fucking keels over and face plants yeah. the floor? <laughs> Yeah, true. It's happened loads at weddings, actually. Yeah, so and I think that's just you know, well, some of it's probably alcohol induced as well, but you know, having a bit of a hangover and whatever. So I I don't see it as any anything more than that. But I mean, just calling out who got a rose beforehand. So obviously, you know, we saw Lauren got a rose, Sarah had got a rose, um, Bree had got a rose at the ceremony. We had Piper, Kit, I think it was Maggie. Uh, Rachel, Abigail, Chelsea, Senya, uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. Old um, old Dildo Katie there and Serena, <laughs> Serena C. And then that was when all the kind of fainting drama kind of happened. So they, they ended up bringing up the whole to be continued. And so we'll, we'll find out who gets it. But Chris, this is what annoys me, right? Couldn't they be a bit smarter? Because we're... Surely the way they've cut this episode, they know that we think Victoria is pretty horrible. And even though I kind of want her to stick around for the drama, because she's dominated our episode, got us talking, certainly got my blood boiling. Um, But we see Victoria in next week's clips. Yes, we do, because we see it's kicking off again, don't we? Yeah, And, and again, it looks like she's right in the thick of the drama there, but it's like... Well, in the chronology of the episode, we don't know that she's got through yet. So you've just spoiled yourself. Yeah, exactly. I, I still don't get that. I, I get. I, I said to you, I don't. I don't. I'm not a big fan of the reveal. You know, next week's show. I, yeah. I'm not a big fan. I know that is the Bachelor 101, and it's a lot of the American shows that we watch and that. But I'm not a big fan. I want to go into it quite blind and not think. What was the trailer all about? It's obviously Victoria causing shit again. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just because in the UK they don't really do that, but I think it adds to the drama if you you reveal it and you do get that jaw dropping thing of going, holy shit. Whereas this, I think it takes a bit of a bit of the drama and excitement away slightly. Yeah, I do think it does. And I think you can show what happens next week and you can show that there's a bit of drama, 
But don't spoil yourself. That just seems... It seems idiocy to me. Chris, imagine going and watching Avengers Infinity War. And then, you know, you finish. And it's obviously that movie. You know, half the listeners are probably saying, don't watch that shit. But at the end of that movie, it finishes on a real downer. And it comes up at the end. Next year. And then it shows you a bunch of, well, don't worry, because everyone's going to survive. You know, you have like Spider-Man and Black Panther and everyone, and they come back. And it's, you know, you already see that. So you've watched the movie, and then you're already seeing a bit of Endgame that you're going to see next year. Just fucking spoiled everything, haven't you, for yourself? Well, Dave, it's like, yeah, you're right. It's like you think one of your heroes is dead. And uh, next minute, it's like, and next week we talk about his struggle in hospital. You know, he's yeah. like, well, he's not gone then, has he? You know, or she is gone. It, it is. I just don't get that. But I mean, look, it's a reality show. It's not exactly like you say. If it's Avengers Endgame or Infinity War or something that you really, really don't want to reveal the end, then fair enough. This is just something. I just think it takes it away. That's just my personal opinion anyway. You've been the bad guy this episode, Dave, so I'm quite happy with this. So I'm just going to sit <laughs> on the fence today. <laughs> I just think, why would you spoil your own show? Yeah, it I agree. doesn't make sense to me. No, no, I agree with that. Right, Dave. So... Uh, another great episode. As always, guys, if you want to contact us at CD Reality Cast on social media, if you want to email us, get your emails in. Me and Dave will always read them out. You know that. CDRealityCast at gmail.com. And a big thanks to all our listeners, as always, and our great friends over on Facebook. If you want to get over there, get over Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast and join the uh, group, and we'll all have a good chat about The Bachelor. Some great great uh, conversations last week and i will say dave i love the name hennessy green what a name that guy <laughs> that i love that name yeah. it's a cracky name we don't get that in england we get oh, fucking hell, i nearly said dave <laughs> <laughs> dave steve phil Chris, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. throw me in there as well dave you know but just standard names brian yes we get all them dave you know anyway Henny, what a great name that is but yeah every time a team comment i love that name so if you're listening my friend it's a cracker but anyway dave Great episode, mate, and thank you for indulging us again. And I'm so glad that you went full heel today. <laughs> yeah, I did. So, Chris, how can everyone get in contact with us? Sure. Oh, I'm, I'm taking a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually listening to you that time. <laughs> <laughs> and I got called out for not listening to you and laughing. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> Chris, it has been awesome. I'm, I'm going to go and have a lie down after that rant, I think. <laughs> I'll see you next time. Bye now.